Yeah, I'm, the more I've been listening to the Starks album, the more I've been enjoying it. Although I've been a I've been a fan of them. Um, not like a, not as much as I'd say. Like I like, you know, obviously Motion to See soundtrack, uh, Twenty One Pilots, Childish Gambino. Um, but they've just been one of those bands that I've listened to a lot over the years, and like in my library, they are one of the, you know, just. I have all their albums in my library. Um, I think I have a Pandora station. I had a Pandora station with uh, the focused on them. So, you know, been a been a pretty big fan of them for a long time. So they released their last album. They had they had Come Down Machine in like 2013, I think. And then they had the Future Present Past EP, which was three songs plus a remix of the second song, um, and that was 2016. And I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, Come Down Machine was 2013, Future Present Past 2016, but that's been, that's just, that was just three songs, but they came together, finally made a new album, The New Abnormal, uh, I've listened through it four times, um, you know, kind of hit it a fifth, actually it might be, this might be more like six times, because I don't know if this is counting when it's playing on my Google Home, um, I think, I think it does, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it does, because, um, are you you're talking about your plays on Google Play Music, right? Yeah, on the I have a I have a Google Home, the actual like right, touch right, right. screen. The, the, yeah. the, the, the count on Google Play Music because uh you know like I have all the Sparrow Sleeps that I listen to. Yeah. Um and that that I I almost exclusively listen to on my Google Home and so my all my numbers are from the Google Home. So sure it sometimes count. it seems like it does and then like sometimes, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't. So, I know, right? I because know. if I go to like most recently listened stuff, it doesn't show it's on my Google Home unless I went from my phone. The Google Play Music app is just not great. I'm I, I think it's fine, but it's yeah, fine. It's, it's it could be better. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like I'm very... pretty sure I'm pretty sure Spotify tracks it no matter what if you're on if you're on different platforms you know whereas Google Play is like maybe it will maybe it won't. And then you go into their activity and they have it meticulously detailed. You were five feet from your nest when you issued its order to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the thing, right? Here's Obviously, they have all the you. data because they're fucking <laughs> mining the shit out of it. So why don't they give it to us in a better way? <laughs> like it's it's like when they when everyone was posting their Spotify Wrapped playlists and like you know I found a thing from the Google yeah. Play Music subreddit that let you do it for yourself, but like why? Why doesn't Google just do it for you? They have so much data. Like, why can't they just show it to you? <laughs> like, how come Spotify can do it and Google can't when Google has, like, Google could tell you what you were wearing when you fucking listened to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you sounded at an elevated heart rate while you were listening to the song. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, I think, I think they, no, I, I, just, I, just, I, just, I, I, I don't know. I think people, people would like it, right? Like, Yes. Every everyone likes all well, the. Well, I mean, this Spotify is a thing where like stuff. I open it up and I'm like, this is neat and also scary. Sure, but like, it's not like you don't know that Google has every single piece of information on you. There is Whereas, something kind of comforting about that. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I have no problem with it necessarily, but like you know, we're, we're Spotify. Like, whoa, Spotify knows everything I listen to on Spotify. Well, fucking yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, of course they do. No shit. <laughs> Oh man, um. I just I just think that if if Google wants more people to use that sort of platform, then they'd better open that door.
myself for fear I'll sink the ship and drag us both down. Hello, helicopters, and welcome to this episode of Motion City Podcast. I am, as always, your host, Naim Siddiqui. Joining me, as always, is uh, the co-host of this show, Jake Walden. How's it going, Jake? Exactly the same. Nothing's changed. <laughs> Days run together. Day bleeds into night. What year well, is it? Well, well, something's changed, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah no it's uh it's it's been it's been i made a i made a joke uh to uh some of my friends that uh, i'm about ready to uh to sacrifice 200 to 400 thousand people for the economy because i'm getting really fucking stir crazy man <laughs> like i just, oh, I just wanna, <laughs> obviously i was joking but like <laughs> Like I should, can I just go to a movie theater, man? Like I'm so done. <laughs> I'm so sick. Here's something. Like I understand this, and it, but it's like it's like I don't. It's this weird thing. What, what I've been feeling is like at some point I feel like other people will be. Maybe it's just extreme cynicism. Like surely at some point people are gonna want to start doing stuff again, right? There's like, no, nah, we're good. Yeah. All right. I mean, people people will and people do, right? It's just like it's obviously you know some of us understand that we need to continue to flatten the curve and whatnot and some of us are you know don't but we're gonna we're gonna keep doing it and keep doing it until uh, uh until hopefully we've you know done as much as we can but uh man i don't know if you've been watching what's happening in sweden but where they've not done lockdowns um yeah they, they've like done a case little bit there. but i don't know I, I was reading something that's a couple of things. One indicating that there's a large population in, in uh, at least Stockholm County that people have like, like a lot more people have it than they think. Um, so there's right. the benefits of that. And then another, which is indicating like maybe a, a significant more people have it than, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful with, with in regards to, to Sweden that, that, you know, I feel like we should be rooting for them right now. Yeah, I mean, like, I, you know, I certainly am. <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, I certainly am rooting for Sweden and, <laughs> and like, Italy and every other country. But, like, I'm... I'm 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 most worried about us right now. Like, oh, yeah. like I just I can't even I can't even like begin to think <laughs> about like man is Sweden gonna be okay when I'm like man am I gonna be okay? <laughs> like, oh for sure, oh for sure. It's, 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 like it's a, insane. It's it's reality. fucking wild, man. It's fucking wild. Uh, anyway, that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> we are talking about Motion City soundtrack, uh, which is our favorite band, and maybe one of your favorite bands if you're listening, or maybe not. Maybe you just like the show, uh, which would be cool. Uh, mm-hmm. If 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 you're not a fan of Motion City soundtrack, but you are a fan of our show, please tweet us at Motion City Pod. <laughs> we want to know. Uh, because uh, I think that's that would be super cool if you just like us enough that you're a fan of the show. Um, don't tweet us if you're like one of my friends who listens because I asked you to. <laughs> you can just text me. You can it's tweet fine. if you're one of my friends. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, so today's song we're talking about better open the door. Uh, it is the oh what number song ninth is song. this? Ninth song. It yep. is the ninth song. On uh, Commit This to Memory, uh, produced by Mark Hoppus, 
uh, co-produced and engineered by Ryan Hewitt. Yep. This is one of the uh, looks like about half the songs were mixed by Tom Lord Alge, uh, but this is one of the ones that's mixed by Mark Trombino, mm-hmm. which uh, it tells me on the back of the record, which is cool. Uh, I don't think I mentioned that when we talked about Makeout Kids, uh, but that one was also mixed by Mark Trombino. Um, I picked the song this week. Why did I pick Better Open the Door? Uh, it's a good question. I don't know. I just kind of wanted to talk about it. <laughs> um, it's a good song. You know what? I realized I realized in listening to it, uh, if I can get right into uh, a little bit of analysis, that I think it's it's a song that's like secretly a great song. Like it's one that I don't think any of us gives enough credit to, but it hits a lot of the points that I like from Motion City songs. Um, like it, 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 it. it, it as I've said many times, Time Turned Fragile, I think, is the best song Motion City's done. It's my favorite song, and I think it's their best song. Um, but uh, I think Better Open the Door does a lot of the like, things Time Turned Fragile does. Not not quite as well as Time Turned Fragile, um, but, uh, uh, you know, it, I think it, it, is, it is really, really an excellent song. Um, this actually, this was almost the first Motion City soundtrack song I ever heard. Uh, it, it would be one of the ones that I would have like heard and then forgotten. So I think I talked about a little bit in uh, the like episode zero that um, the Bad News Bears remake had everything is all right in it. Apparently, I've not yet gone back and watched the Bad News Bears remake to confirm it. Um, but this song was in the credits for John Tucker Must Die, which is a movie that uh, I really, really wanted to watch when I was 13. Uh, because the trailers had the trailers had two girls kissing. <laughs> that's not why I wanted to watch it. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's uh, that's what I want to see. Um, but uh, I had, I eventually did watch the movie like last year, uh, on my laptop, and I was like, hmm, all right, that was that's certainly what that movie was. <laughs> um, when did it come but, out? Early uh, mid aughts. 2006, yeah, mid aughts July 28th, 2006. I, I think I just want to watch because I like the name of it. Yeah, I like the name of it. I think I think the idea of it is better than the movie is. It has Ashanti, <laughs> Sophia Bush, Ariel Cabell, and Britney Snow. Mm-hmm. Also, a big portion of the movie is that Britney Snow is like kind of a, do- a dweeb and nobody likes her. And it's like, <laughs> okay, but... It's Britney Snow. <laughs> and like a big portion of it is like uh, the the John Tucker is like, you know, the character uh, who like all the girls are into and he has a brother who like nobody's into and his brother who nobody's into is Penn Badgley from Gossip Girl. It's like, okay. And he wasn't in Gossip Girl yet. So like, I can get it. But like also like, yeah, but this, this, this guy is very attractive. <laughs> like, like this dude has like model good looks. How is he the unattractive brother? Uh, but that's just how movies were made in the mid two thousands. Jenny McCarthy plays Britney Snow's mom. It's not a very good movie, but Better Open the Door plays the credits. <laughs> and actually, so I, I learned that first. I learned that Better Open the Door was in the movie um, at some point. Uh, just, just like it some, somehow it came up on something and I was like oh better open the door okay uh, and this is a movie that I remember wanting to watch when I was 13 so I'll go back and and check it out and uh, I uh, I went back and checked the movie out and I was like where the fuck is this song and like I even I even like skipped past parts of the movie because I was like this is this is just not a good movie <laughs> like it was just like not very good and then finally it's in the fucking credits I was like are you kidding me it's in the credits I watched I watched 75% of this movie to catch a song in the credits <laughs> 
Uh, oh, man. <laughs> true story. <laughs> uh, the director of this movie directed The Late Shift for HBO. That's actually legitimately pretty decent. The Dr. Doolittle movie. Anyway, uh, the remake. Uh, do you? Uh, did you have any? She also directed Albert of the Chipmunks, The Squeakquel. Do you have any uh, <laughs> any particular memories of Better Open the Door? I did see John Tucker Must Die. Um, in fact, I feel like I might have it on DVD somewhere around somewhere around my house. <laughs> but well, it was just a uh, um, you know we have that uh, we have like a there's a regional chain um, of. I actually don't know how big it is. It's vintage stock, which at least has a presence in South Southwest Missouri. And they have a couple, like they also own this brand called Entertain Mart. And so Entertain Mart would do these crazy holiday deals where it'd be like six movies for six bucks or something. So a, for a couple of years there, I would go in and I would buy stacks of of movies that I'd wanted to see or, you know, wanted to No, it was like, it, it was like, it was buy one, get one for the same price or something. So, you know, 10 movies, 10 movies. Um, so I just grabbed, you know, I'd wander through the aisles and be like, Oh, you know, shooting them up. Yeah. Uh, what else do I have? Uh, this is, I think this is the same year as accepted accepted. I think it was like, Oh six as well. I got accepted for Christmas. I still feel like it's a pretty good, Got it from my I, cousins. I like accepted. Yeah, accepted yeah. is like one of those movies. I'm, I haven't watched it in a while. I'm sure it doesn't hold up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, it, I'm sure it holds up enough, right? Like, it's got Justin Long, and he's got enough charisma for me Hill. to like him, and Jonah Hill, and Columbus Short. Like, it's got a decent enough main cast that I'm like, you know, like, yeah, that works. Hey, Greg Sestero's in this movie. That's weird. From uh, the guy from uh, yeah the uh, the room the room yeah yeah he's he's he has an uncredited role and accepted he's like an extra and accept and accepted <laughs> wow okay oh yeah Blake Lively I forgot Blake Lively's in this Louis yes. Black yes Louis Black like, it's one of those it's one of those movies that I'm sure I'm sure this movie does not hold up but like I'm sure parts of it hold up just enough you but the know? Louis Black Whereas, rant still holds up. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, yeah, it's a little less black. Um, whereas, like, like John Tucker Must Die, I'm sure, is a movie that I would have loved when I was 13 and absolutely <laughs> w- does not hold up. Boy. <laughs> does not hold up. <laughs> There's certainly movies that I, that I go back and watch, like, oh, man, I love this movie. Like, hmm, never mind. <laughs> anyway, all right. So uh, let's, let's talk about the song. Uh, so I talked a little bit about how I think the song's a little underrated. What... Uh, uh, in re-listening to this song, did you did you pick up anything new that uh, that you hadn't heard before? Uh, well, real quick to get to the point that I just fucking oh, steamrolled sorry, yeah. past. Um, <laughs> you no, know, don't. I don't remember when I first heard it. You know, this is. I only I remember like distinctly hearing a couple songs for the first time. Perfect Teeth, Elsie Fouad, Everything Is All Right, and then it's like mess of other songs. Uh, as far as underrated goes, I don't know. Like this is the chorus in the song is the catchiest bit of music for me that, that is to say it is the biggest earworm for me it is definitely oh yeah for sure it it was and it is it is all like it has been that way since when i was just like casually listening to them to the point where i'm like when i was like listening to the song again and again it's just which is funny because the the chorus um is is like i, I really like you know like you better open the door is, is not even necessarily the chorus the it's the our hell ends every yes, weekend yes yes which is which is a lyric that I absolutely did not realize was the lyric until like 
six months ago or something like that. Yeah. What, what, during the during the tour, maybe. Um, either during the tour or a little bit before the tour. I, th- I think either somebody got a tattoo of it or somebody had it as their um, their lyrics that they got Justin to handwrite. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe I think it might have also been somebody's um, like senior quote or something. But like it was Our Hell Ends Every Weekend. And I was like, what is Our Hell Ends Every Weekend from? And I like I realized it from Better Open the Door, which is a song that I, every time I say, I was like, Our Hell Ends Every same, Weekend. Because I just, same. what the fuck? Is it? Like, I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> it's such a weird, like, <laughs> but it's, it is so, catchy look that the melody is so catchy we said this so many times right the melody is sometimes so catchy that it doesn't even matter what they're saying <laughs> but then, but then you saying... go back and listen to it and like our hell ends every weekend it's like it's kind of like trite high school bullshit but like still works you know like it actually means something it's it's, a, it's an interesting way to say what they're saying um i mean this song this song is one of the songs that i think put motion city in like the the emo category from from that era <laughs> Um, whereas like, you know, they're a little bit more pop punk, but like pop punk and emo were, were sort of sister genres. So some, uh, some acts like My Chemical Romance fall more into emo than pop punk. And some, some acts like, like Mango 82 fall more into pop punk than emo. Um, but, uh, you know, and Motion City, I think is, is mostly pop punk, um, but the first the first two albums I'm the moving commit this to memory have a lot more of the emo stuff and I think uh actually LG Fwad is a big one LG Fwad which followed immediately by better open the door right mhm yeah um have uh both have like major emo vibes and I think I think that's specifically like our hell ends every weekend but it's all I have to believe in like I think that is like has major emo vibes and obviously like the whole lyrics of let's get fucked up and die is emo as fuck. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, I think this song has, has sort of like, uh, is really like entrenched in that. Like, like this, this would fit very well in a, in a mid two thousands emo playlist. In fact, actually, uh, because Alex is who, you know, who was on a few episodes ago on, I can feel you is super into emo specifically. I think the list of songs that I sent him, included this song and that's what i i think i expected him to pick this song um out of that list uh and then you know you know what i can feel you which is also obviously a great song but um i think i really expected him to pick yeah I, the the list uh, was feel like rain better open the door inside out and i can feel you in the red dress and i was really thinking he was going to pick something like better open the door because that fits very much fits into the mid aughts emo stuff, which so does feel like rain, which which he said on the episode was his second choice, um, and we'll probably have him on for that episode when we do that episode eventually. Um, but um, but I re- I really thought this was going to be his vibe, and maybe it was, maybe he liked it. He didn't really talk about it, but because uh, <laughs> I really can feel you so epic, I can feel it's great, <laughs> yeah for sure for sure. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think I think this song really fits into the, with that vibe, um, but. You know, lyrically, I think one thing that was that was kind of a hallmark of emo too, right? Lyrics, the lyrics were were either really good and interesting, um, but talking about kind of like trite and childish stuff, or they just seemed really good and interesting, uh, like with some Panic at the Disco stuff that we talked about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, I, I kind of interrupted you. Do you have anything else? I don't think you interrupted me. Sure didn't notice. <laughs> The, the lyrics of the song, I don't know, you know, 
we we've talked about you you made the observation on is indoor living fall to sleep instead of fall asleep yeah. um how that is a it's such a subtle difference but it, it it is a significant change of meaning yeah um so i i'm at this level where i wonder one like how old Jesse was when he wrote these lyrics um now this is uh, you know, a, a later album. So it's, I don't it's know that sec- this it's is the second album. It's the second album, and it was yes. I, I would assume most of these were written like f- specifically for this album. So he would have been like nineteen twenty in two thousand five. No, he'd have been like twenty eight. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, my bad. Twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah, I, it's just like it seems like such a not in, not in a not in a bad way, like but like in a in a personal way, like well. No, you know, I I just realized I was putting too much weight in in the in the in the in the youth experience of like school ending and weekend, and not the uh, even more significant professional experience of going from work to the weekend, which you do see all over this. Yeah, I don't know, but maybe maybe I'm just thinking of it as a school thing because that that's sort of you know, I mean, pop punk is is very much for that demographic, I guess. Um, that it, it you know even even if. And and I think I think a lot of pop punk bands, especially around that age, are sort of in a state of arrested development. Like you know, Justin graduated high school, dropped out of college, and started the band in like 1997 or whatever. So it's not that I don't think he really had much of a a base of well working for the weekend, right? Like I, mean, I think that, the only that, time that he was is, ever that, in that office is, that is an element though that we, that you at yeah, least, at least I, narratively that's something that comes up. I, I just feel like the only time I was ever in an office was in the music video for Future Fix Me Out, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think, uh, I, 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 I mean, I, I could be wrong. You could be right. But I, I feel like it is a very school-based thing, especially because that, I think, is the audience for the, for the, like, that's who they're writing for more than anything else. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I could also see it definitely just being the, um, like, about working. I, the the reason why I bring up like age of writing is that these seem like there are there are like vague lyrics or kind of I don't say complex uh, complex concepts conveyed, but like our Helen's every weekend, but it's all I have to believe in. I'm like this is one of those lyrics where I'm thinking like what exactly is he getting at here? Like what is but it's all I have to believe in. Um, which I, you know, I'm into that. And also just in general, the first, like the beginning of the song, you better open the door before I take a hammer to the walls around it. Uh, but then follow up with, I cannot let you inside myself for fear. Or I'll sink the ship and drag us both down. Like yeah. that. I've had some thoughts about that, but I, it seems, it seems like it seems right there. Like conflicting thoughts are almost like two people are talking. And I, and I kind of, I still kind of get this vibe that it almost seems like two people are talking in these lyrics. Um, yeah, I guess I can, I can sort of see it as, you know, cause they're all characters, right? Matt makes his murderous demand and Kate Kibbs can't depend on me. And Frank fails to see the humor in and Liz likes to liquor up my thoughts. Actually, that's, that's, I think the biggest, uh, the biggest argument for not being a high school thing, right? Cause Liz likes to liquor up, liquor up my thoughts yeah. in the CC club to the triple rocks, which are both local Minneapolis bars. Mm-hmm. Um, on Lindale Avenue, uh, which is where 
Justin was living at the time, uh, which he talked about when we did the Inner Living episode, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, he talked about living right by Mortimer's Bar, which is like three blocks from uh, the CC Club. Um, I don't know, the Triple Rocks is, but I'm sure. Well, I it's... think the Triple Rocks closed when I was looking. Oh, I, was, I was doing some reading. I think the CC Club still exists and the Triple Rocks closed. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so yeah, so I, I buy that. And then, like, yeah. Um, oh, Triple Rock, I guess. Uh, oh, it's Long Goodbye. What? Wait, where? So bad at hearing. The last line. Oh, I'll, I'll swim, swim along the long alone. The lo- not, I always thought it was I'll swim along the long... I'll swim along the long divide. But it's I'll swim alone the long goodbye. I, I think that's a lyric that I just... I, like I glossed over when I've heard it because I I don't even register like I register the ta- the changes he's singing it but I yeah I do not that's actually a part of the song I really like as well is the um the I'll swim sort of I'll swim backwards yeah. the I'll swim backwards like it's it starts with the one and then the second one like layers in and, and then the third one layers in um I think I was heard I, th- I think I heard divide when he was. When, yeah, I also also am along the long divide, but it's also alone the long goodbye. Yeah, yeah I, I there's so much there's so many lyrics on I think on this album especially in particular that there's stuff that I was like, oh is that what he's saying? Okay, <laughs> but especially our hell ends every weekend like, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, the the sort of thing the also in backwards parts, which speaking of water references, which we have a couple times, uh, there's there's a big one there. I'll swim backwards, um, but uh, but I, yeah, I really like the way that sort of layers in. Um, that that really feels like like sort of the the slow down part in time turned fragile for me. Um, the you know the um, is the musical uh, break uh, after that or before it. Right before that, it's yeah. it's right before. There's the musical break, and then the also went backwards. Yeah. Uh, but it reminds me of the uh, I was nervous from the start that our muscles might tear us apart, like that whole part from Time Turned Fragile. It's interesting thinking about this as a, as like a a trio because Time Turned Fragile, which is is as wonderful as it is, is a downer, and it goes immediately into LG Fwad. LG like, Fwad. It is it's tonal whiplash, and then LG Fwad goes into Better Open the Door. I don't know that I'm time to find the downer. At the end, it kind of gets I mean, a little I don't down. mean, like maybe melancholic. Like there's certainly yeah. melancholy to that song. It could be it's pleasant, but it is, you know. For sure, no, no I, I see what you're saying. Um, I mean, it's not everyone will die, right? <laughs> um, uh, or or the worst is yet to come, even. <laughs> uh, but uh, but I, I see what you're saying. Uh, but yeah, it, it definitely is sort of a, a, a trio. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm wondering about that, thinking of it as that, or it, you know, the. Um... I don't know. I mean, we've talked about the sequencing of these albums a lot, and I think, I think this is, this is, you know, it's, it's the, the one of the, it's often regarded as the best album uh, that they've done. Uh, uh, I, I think it's their best album. Um, you know, you it's, think it's, it's, their best it's album. really hard. I, I, you know, I, I think I voted for this in the poll, but it, like, it's just, it's, it, I mean, it, they all fucking kill, but it's, oh yeah, no, everything, yeah, everything, when you're around, resolution, just fucking kills, 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 and then like, Ryan when is getting into the lull, time turn fragile, LG flawed, better than we're together with it, bringing the new year, which I love, and then Hangman, which is, yeah. And then, of course, ending on Hold Me Down. Oh, man. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. I mean this this album is I mean this album is really really well sequenced. Like it's it's like there's 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 a, there's a lot to be said for album sequencing. We've we've talked a lot about album sequencing uh in a, in, la- in a few episodes ago. Um but like this album is just really really well sequenced. I, did, I just don't think there's anything that's perfect. Just time turned fragile LG Fwan. Gone. Uh I I mean like I tracked did everything is all right. Well those almost like playing to each other. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I like the, yeah. I think I think Hangman to hold me down is really really good too. But I agree, Time Turn Fragile Fwad is, is really good. I mean, it, it also helps that those are two of the best songs yes. that they've done. <laughs> like God. you know, it's, um, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's definitely yeah, it's uh, it's really good. They're, I like, they're I like all, better they're open all really the doors good. as a follow up. I like I like the I, I like that's what I'm saying, right? I like it a lot as a follow up, but I think like individually, like like I think I think this song doesn't get as much love necessarily as a lot of other songs on this album. I mean, everything is all right, obviously the big hit and attractive today is is one of the better songs and LG Fwad, obviously and, and Time Turn Fragile <laughs> I think is perfect. Just gonna keep um, listing songs off the album. <laughs> well, I mean, those are those are the those are the big ones, right? Everything is all right. LG Fwad and Attracted Today are the three like big big ones off the album. I mean, they got music videos. Attractive Today kind of did, um, but Attractive Today is like it's Justin's favorite, right? Like, um, but uh, and then Time Turn Fragile is is the one that I think is the best song they've ever done. But I think Better Open the Door just like doesn't like people don't talk as much about it. But it's I think quietly, like you said, like the chorus just slaps like like yes. it's 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 a fucking earworm the the song starts with like this high energy is the you better open the door like it's like just the energy is right there and then it closes with that same energy as well like the the same lyric from the beginning wraps the song up um i just think all together it's just it's a really really good song and uh and maybe it just doesn't get like as much love as some of the other songs that that get a lot of love um on this album and 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 you know off this album like. i certainly i certainly like the the lyrics um i mean I, yeah no shit i like the lyrics off everything but <laughs> i'm something something to appreciate in the lyrics of every song is is itself remarkable and yeah I, it's i don't know maybe maybe you can compare it to looking at at the various paintings of an artist and and you know like oh yeah this is this is also great you know some some of the some of the greats painted incredible numbers of of paintings and right um all right let's uh there's a lot of uh genius annotations more than i think we've uh seen before i, I did want to say and i i edited this because i noticed there's a discrepancy in the lyrics and it was something that was bothering me and then when i looked at the epitaph like what it's actually listed on there that that i feel uh kind of cleared it up and it's the matt makes his murderous demand foreign films and the way it's written on genius is that those are separate paragraphs, but in Epitaph you have the colon, and it's specific that Matt's demands are foreign films. Yeah, yeah, that's the same and thing on the uh, on the record. Um, yeah, Matt makes his murderous demands colon foreign films. Come, I take a stand. And that was absent in the genius annotation. I'm like this. It felt so weird. I was I was reading like what is going on here. Look at the the genius annotation or not the genius. Look at the epitaph lyrics, and then right. yeah, you see oh this isn't two paragraphs. It's one. Man makes his murderous demands. I take a stand and solid pill from here. Those are two lines, and then Kate claims, and then there's one block. Um, 
I'm still not super sure what he's what like the idea of the story is here, um, other than the very literal. But yeah, which is interesting. So because because uh, they mentioned um, so on the like the BuzzFeed thing we've talked about a couple times that uh, that the all the names in the song are fake people except for Matt, who is obviously Matt the the bassist Matt mm-hmm. Taylor, um, and I, I I don't know like. Uh, Matt seems like he'd be into foreign films. <laughs> like he's, uh, a lot of times, they'll see him wearing like a bony Vare shirt, like uh, on stage. Like he just, he seems like he could kind of be the guy who's into foreign films. So I could totally buy it actually being something. <laughs> but also, like I don't see Justin taking a stand against foreign films. <laughs> like it seems like his shit too. So I'm not sure. <laughs> That's why I wonder um, if there's. A- the the thing that I've wondered a lot listening to this is is if murderous demand if that's some kind of wordplay like I can't I can't summon an immediate comparison but like well, so, so he said he said he actually also said um all the, these names it was an alliteration device everyone has a name attached to it so it's Frank fails to see the humor in Matt makes his murderous demands uh Kate claims she can't depend on me Liz likes to liquor up my thoughts um yeah, so could, I think it's, I think it's the just, syllables. I think it has syllables, and I think it's alliteration too. What's also interesting too is because it, uh, it's it's Josh who says he loved the movie Break In but couldn't break dance, so it could just be a little bit of of you know just Justin writing. Maybe it's maybe it's Justin and Matt making like saying, "Hey, let's watch a foreign movie," and and Jesse and Josh and Tony like, guys, no, please. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like let's watch a Kurosawa movie and like go oh, fuck yourself, guys. <laughs> like <laughs> um, their loss. Yeah, no, for sure. But like, I could totally, because I could totally see, like, I mean, like, first of all, also in this picture, Justin's wearing a Criterion Collection shirt. Like, <laughs> I didn't even notice that in this GIF. Like, he's like Justin. The movie's called the band's called Motion City Soundtrack. Like, um, but like, yeah, no, Justin. Justin's definitely into like foreign film type stuff. So I could totally see it being like, even or maybe it's the opposite way. Like, Justin's trying to get everyone to watch the movie, and Matt is is putting his foot down. And he's like, yeah, I'll just swap it for the lyrics because it's it's the alliteration and, and interesting that way. Um, especially cause he also already references himself in time turn fragile, which we'll talk about when we talk about it. <laughs> um, but that's a song that he's writing from the perspective of his dad. And he says, Jay, I'm proud of all the things that you have done. And presumably Jay is Justin. Um, almost certainly actually, I think, I think that's a fact. Um, I could be wrong though. We'll we'll get to it when we get to that song. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's an annotation. I ca- I cannot let you inside myself or fiasco the ship and drag us both down because you don't want anybody to know him. Um, Standard. Our Helen's every weekend. Water we talked about. Yeah, yeah. Sink the ship. <laughs> Lots of water references. Uh, Kate claims you can't depend on me for anything, and I agree. That's uh, actually that's a big. I think that's basically the the whole song "Indoor Living" in uh, that one lyric. Kate claims she can't depend on me for anything, and I agree. It's because for the bottle and disappear. Like it's basically all of Hindar living in that whole in that one little uh, stanza. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And disappear disappear as a term, as he's referring to it, is something that comes up a lot. Um, both both referring to like getting lost in liquor, um, but then also you have the next song, and together we'll ring the new year. He has you see that disappear pop up again. Although I think that is more literal, like wanting to leave the party. And of course, the entire song on my dinosaur life of disappear, yeah, disappear, yeah. Although the, um, the annotation of that one does seem to—I I was just glancing over it, but that one also does seem to be back to alcohol references. So the song disappear, sure. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. 
because my dinosaur life was the first album after he got sober so um on song meanings it's just a lot of people loving the song <laughs> yep uh obviously the, the minneapolis references cc club triple rock lindale avenue yeah it feels um, like um i was looking through lyrics for everything and it feels like this is the most minneapolis is specifically referenced in there i, I think it's it's really it right did you say there's there's one reference in indoor living um um i don't is there a reference in indoor living Mortimer's bar? he definitely like talks about how indoor living was written at richard's bar or something like that mm-hmm. I, I forget what it was now um but i don't know if there's like a specific reference there's there's some like splat like you know sprinkled in other songs i think i don't know i was but, i read through i read through uh many songs and, and didn't the the closest I, I saw is one thing with time during fragile is is just playing hockey games which is you know but that's that's not straight minneapolis but that is northern yeah for um, sure but yeah i think this is the it, it seems like this is the most he he's explicitly referencing like minneapolis things yeah, I think you're right. I think there's probably the, the, I mean, it's definitely the most. I, I'm sure there's a couple, like again, a couple sprinkled here and there that mm-hmm. I, that we're not thinking about at the top of our heads. But then again, you looked it up and you're not remembering a lot. Yeah, but I think there's a couple sprinkled, especially in the early albums. But there's definitely, um, yeah, there's def there's definitely a uh, a lot in this song, particularly mostly in the one line, right? Like, or the the Lind- two lines. Lindell Avenue, CC Club, Triple Rock. Yeah, it's uh, Frankfield mm-hmm. Steve Hammer in my Saturday says a breakdancing in every bar along Little Avenue. Liz likes to lick up my thoughts on the season club to the triple rock. Like that's that's all in, in the one um verse. Um but it all drops in. But yeah. My uh I asked my I asked a friend of mine who lives in who lives in Minneapolis, or he lives in a small town called Excelsior, which is part of the metro, um about Lindale, and he said I I'm like, there looks like there's a bunch of bars that you know, have you have you been there? And he said I'm really right that there's some street like right beside it that's much more of a like an even bigger bar street. Um, Franklin. <laughs> that might be. Uh, because that's, that's where the, that one bar was, Franklin and Lindale. Hmm. Um, but uh, but just I mean Justin says he lived on Lindale at, at the time, so it makes sense that like why go to a different street when you live on a street that's got plenty of bars. <sighs> And there are plenty. Uh, where'd it go? Uh, yes. So this, cause there's a CC club on Lindell Avenue South. I mean, you can really pretty well like place around where he lived too. Cause he, cause he's CC club, triple rock. And then he said, uh, what was the other one? Mortimer's bar, which is on Lindell and Franklin. Um, like, it's a, it's a good place to live for an, an alcoholic, <laughs> which is what he was at the time. Um, but yeah. Um, apparently somebody mentions in the, uh, in the song Menix that um, the, the line, it's all uphill from here, might be a reference to Newfound Glory's song, All Downhill From Here, which I, I, came out a couple years earlier. <laughs> You know, <laughs> or a year earlier or so. I saw that one too, and I just I wondered if I I just I just felt like they were seeing what they wanted to see in that. They could no, they could, I mean they could be, but it also it does sound so. The cadence is a little similar. I'll play I'll play no, it right it's, here. It's all downhill from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll play a second of it here just uh, just for reference. Feeling 
compared to on Better Open the Door. I, I kind of I can see it. It might it might be a stretch. I could totally see it being a stretch, um, but I can also see it. Like I think it makes enough sense. It could be like a subconscious thing. Heard the song and wrote this in. Um, I'll tell you what, twelve but, year old me was real into that song. All downhill, all downhill from, here. from here. Yep. Really, I never heard it. <laughs> it's because the music video was interesting and it was playing on Fuse. I know that I know the the one newfound glory song and that's it. Um, what's the uh, my friend's over you. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. that's really it. <laughs> Again, I only knew this because um, it was one of the music videos in like the heavy rotation that yeah. summer. But they were, I think. Uh, they also were on Epitaph at some point, and they were on MCA at some point. I think they probably you know played with with Blink and Mark Hoppus obviously produced this album. So it wouldn't. It's not like crazy to assume that uh, that they might have um, you know at least slightly inspired it. They were not on Epitaph at the time. They were on Geffen at the time. But uh, you know, not it's not uh, not out of the realm of possibility that it's that it's at least somewhat inspired. The the all uphill from here, um, like the the way he says it, it's not the way he says anything else really. Um, yeah. So I I could buy it being like a, a subtle a you know a bit of a subtle reference to uh, to that song. Um. All right. Any other uh, any other thoughts before you want to move on to uh, covers? No, I'm, 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 well, it's just someone in the in the in the oh, uh, newfound glory um, lyrics that are just very briefly looking at it uh, mentioned that you know, of course, all downhill from here can mean both like easy or shit's only getting get worse, and that made me think two things about all uphill from here. Um, the obvious literal definition of it's only getting harder. Um, the optimistic. F- inversion of the downhill if it's all uphill from here maybe it's all getting better from here uh and then also just the straightforward i wondered if geographically they're literally walking up a hill oh yeah um huh i can is there a way to tell that on google maps (laughs) very slightly i don't i don't i don't don't think i don't know if there's like a elevation on google maps um well it, it is it is very accurate to a point if it's a very obvious hill, you'll get it real accurate, but I don't know if it, when it's like subtle about it that you'll be able to it tell. It looks like it looks like it might looks like oh, this is twenty sixth street. Um someone someone is from Minneapolis listening to this and they're just like screaming about <laughs> <laughs> like no, it's very clearly all up here. Lindell Avenue is or like Lindell Avenue is a very flat street. Um, I have, a, I, guess I, could, I have a friend from Minneapolis. I could ask him, but he might not know. I don't think he drinks. <laughs> he, he probably. I think actually he used to drink. <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking. I'm got, looking up this like reference in my city of a of a nearby street that is like it was the street that neighborhood kids will go down on scooters and bikes because it's it's a nice hill and it, yeah. it's just very flat on Google. Yeah. If it's if it's a you know a, an appreciable incline, you'll see it. But well, I mean, uh, he does talk about girls who skate on uh, perfect teeth. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, it, it's on Lowry Hill East. That is that is the name of the area. So maybe it is a hill. I guess we could have seen that part. Yeah, La- Lowry Hill is just north of the area called Lindale. 
So it might, it might be a bit of, on an incline. Um, I'm trying to remember like what the terrain was like when I was in Minneapolis a few years ago. My friend and I spent a little bit just driving around uh, Lake Minnetonka. I'm like trying to remember, I was like, was it really hilly? I don't know. Uh, maybe. I don't, I don't know. All right, so let's do some covers and alternate versions. Um, we have a couple of covers. Uh, first up, I'll do the Nathan Kane cover. Uh, so Nathan Kane, we talked a little bit about this with uh, um, Make Out Kids. Uh, Nathan Kane did an album called Committed to Memory, which is a full uh, album cover of this album of Commit This to Memory. So it's he does every single song off the album. Um, so this is his cover of Better Open the Door. one of those covers that does everything technically great and uh nothing <laughs> nothing specifically interesting i think there's a couple on here that uh that i that are a little bit more specifically interesting um but uh technically just perfectly fine uh did you did you have any specific thoughts on this one or yeah, you know when i was listening to that last night and thought you know fine good voice but yeah just yeah. wrote yeah, I think uh, I think also as a drum machine, uh, or or like um, so like not even an actual drummer, which is always a always a negative, especially with the uh, with the band like Motion City that has such a great drummer. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, this is one is from John Alexander Cameron. John Alexander Cameron on SoundCloud. This is his cover of "Better Open the Door." just singing over the music i i don't think so because it the i think the the drums don't sound as it also sounds like fake drums um, I, did, I did i did feel i think i know it just it sounds in parts like it is just it is just the yeah maybe maybe that's a real compliment maybe they just played the just played it well yeah it looks like it well. I, I can't tell for sure um but i think he also like it looks like he has the same guitar as justin uh, at hmm. least in this in this picture, um, not that that you know that really matters um, as far as like quality of sound goes. You can have a very different guitar and have a, a very good sound, but it looks like it is the same or similar. Um, I think Justin plays a uh, Telecaster. Um, this looks like it might be the same sort of uh, Telecaster as uh, as Justin uses. Um. All right, and then the the last cover we have, this is from a uh, a band. I think it's a band called the Constant, um, but it might just be. It looks like it might just be the um, 
one of the members of the band. So the the thing says, me and my friend Mike decided to cover one of the tracks off Commit This to Memory by Motion City Soundtrack as they celebrate the 10-year anniversary of the album next year. So this would have been in 2014, uh, five years ago. Uh, oh, I had a, at a specific part. Hold on. There we go. Uh, this says acoustic cover, but this doesn't really sound acoustic. But, uh, oh, there. I didn't realize I was playing the whole time. Uh, this has acoustic cover, but it doesn't really sound acoustic, but uh, I do like this bit, so I'm going to play that mm-hmm. now. I really like what they did with the instrumental portion there. I think it's it's really good. It does sound like electric <laughs> um, guitar. Not that I would. Not that I. I don't really know those things, but no, it it definitely sounds like an electric guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I like it though. I like I like that guitar playing. Um, was it this song? I was I was I feel like it was a song where where um as I was like trying to really listen to maybe during the musical break there is a little bit of a like I think it's Josh is playing like. At points in, in the musical break, there's just a little bit of that same sound that you hear in that much more prominently. Um, well, here, so let me let me play. Um, I had pulled up the uh, live in Sydney mosh cam video because you can hear a little bit more of the mus- mus- uh, musicality of that musical break here. Uh, so let me play a bit of that. I think it's justin who's playing that actually is it um yeah it looks like because it's, it's it's close on justin and you can see him like doing it with the, with the, the fingers um moving around a lot also you really hear the synth in the background of that uh in the live in sydney version but yeah i'm pretty sure it's, it's justin there um but uh but yeah yeah but it's a lot i feel like it's a lot quieter in the full mix of the song, mm-hmm. which works for the, the the original, but in this in this sort of semi-acoustic, I'm sure there's something acoustic going on here. Uh, cover, um, you you they they make it a little bit more prominent, which makes sense because they don't have the whole rest of the band. Um, so I like that. One thing I didn't mention with the also in backwards that that this guy didn't do, which by the way I also like his voice. Um, f- the the guy from the Constant, uh, I don't see his name anywhere on here. Just his friend Mike. Um, I like his voice, but one thing they didn't do is is those uh, those sick harms, uh, the sweet sweet harmonies um, that uh, that you do get in the uh, the original song with the eyes eyes backwards. Mm-hmm. The um, you know it's it's it seems like it seems like it starts with Josh and then Matt and then Justin. Although on the album version, it might just be like Josh and Justin or Matt and Justin. To mention this, um, you know, on the stream, Josh has been watching those tony quarantine videos the the song yeah, yeah. and uh, and josh mentioned that tony's uh t- you know tony can go real high and that like in harmonics on songs that called for that tony would be the one doing the backing well i don't think they went really high on this one because it starts it starts low yeah, yeah, right yeah. It's, it's the i'll swim backwards I mean, it's kinda, i think that's it, it, josh 
And then it's the I'll, I'll swim backwards, and that I think is Matt. And then the the Justin part, which is I'll swim. But it, on the live one too, like it's it's very clearly Josh and Matt. Because because I mean Tony's done some some I've I've heard Tony do some harmonies on stuff too, and and some backing vocals on like Capital H. Um, which is great because it's it's funny because that that you know we um we dropped it into the Hear Away episode that came out last uh, last week that um that we that uh, I asked Josh on Twitch uh, whether you know who did the backing vocals on the Hero Away and he said it was him because he was the only singer in the band at the time and uh, and now everybody in the band's a singer except for <laughs> except for Jesse oh. <laughs> like the only person who doesn't have a mic on their mouth is Jesse. <laughs> Uh, but that's fine because Jesse's the hype man. And he's the best at it. <laughs> he doesn't need um, a voice, and he got the Moog stand. Oh man, he's so good. He's so good. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, no, I I don't think they went really high on on anything on on there for Tony specifically. Um, but it, it is it's always really hard for us to tell <laughs> who's doing backing vocals on stuff because there's so many backing vocalists in the band the whole band is backing vocalists uh <laughs> it's very difficult to tell <laughs> um all right the last thing we've got is this acoustic performance from Justin at the uh <laughs> University of Minnesota it appears. I don't know if this was a campaign event or something that he happened to be performing at, or if he just happened to be in front of all these campaign signs for Keith Ellison and Al Franken. Because um, Justin tries very hard not to like be overtly political ever. Like, like you know, we talked about the only political song that they wrote is Hello Helicopter, and that's not even, like, political about, like, you know, the Republicans are wrong and the Democrats are right. Like, it's just kind of vaguely political i think maybe there's um, also so, a little bit of a different a- attitude when it's when it's local or you know well, semi-local sure. yeah, yeah. well yeah it's not even yeah it's u.s congress but um and senate but yeah no i, I totally understand yeah. uh, i'm just i'm just saying like i don't i don't know if this was a campaign event or just happens to be performing and the campaign signs were up from a from a different thing um, i think he's got a but, sticker uh, on his shirt in it like a like a, like a, I think he's wearing. Oh yeah, he does. He has an Al Franken sticker on his shirt. Yep. Huh. Although that could also be a joke. Who knows? I know, I know. He like he was very proud that he voted last time he voted. Like that's, he's 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 into the democratic process. I just think he tries not to be overtly political. Um, but uh, but here's a little bit of that acoustic performance. I had to play that part. Um, of course. <laughs> what, what does he do? <laughs> uh, but I really like uh, actually this part closer to the end. Uh, I I always love it when he like plays with it a little bit. It's great. Yes, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> um, there's a lot less playing with it in this song, which I guess you know kind of makes sense. He he slows it down a little bit, but otherwise he's not playing with it a lot. Um, 
you know, we always say no one comes from Motion City like Motion City, and uh, that that always holds true. Uh, I think there's not much done here as usual, um, but uh, but what he does do is is you know excellence as usual. There also, there also just happened to be like the other covers mostly were just pretty straightforward, but I think you know I think in this in this one case I might actually like the um, the what was it. Oh geez, I just opened like seven tabs that are all playing music. The constant—that's what it was. Uh, I liked the constant cover uh, a lot, and I might have actually liked it more than Justin's own cover of his own song, which doesn't happen often. So, um, yeah. All right, that is. Uh, I think that's all of our thoughts. You have any final thoughts, Jake? None. None thoughts. <laughs> None thoughts. <laughs> it's, your, it's your fucking catchphrase. I have none thoughts. <laughs> it's a good song. Uh, Catchy. It's, it's, it's such sure a good it's song. It's going to be stuck like in my head for another week. So that's, and that's what I've been trying to say. It's such a good song, and I feel like it doesn't get the love that it deserves. So everyone, please, uh, all 17 of our listeners um, who never <laughs> tweet at us, Please, uh, please tweet at Justin and tell him how much you love Better Open the Door, because <laughs> I think I think it's a song that just does not get I think that the uh, the credit that it deserves for uh, for as good as it is. Um, was it even on the bracket? Yeah, I feel like it won its round ra- its first round even. Uh, Maybe not. Let me, let what me, did it go up against? Let me go back here. I want to see, like, I want to see what I did with that on the bracket. Because now, listening back to it, I was, I'm just like, maybe I should have ranked it higher, but I don't know where I ranked it. This is the Blink One Eighty Two one. Um, here we go. Uh, it was up against Delirium, which it beat. Which it beat, and lost then had, it's up it against. You. It had to be you. Yeah. yeah, that's a tough one. That's a very that's that's. I I, I had to be you. I think has one of the best lyrics he's ever written. So yeah, and that's that's a song that I that, that I play a lot. I really like playing that one on guitar. Um, that whole right side is very difficult because <laughs> it's it's like besides the first one for the most part. Although, <laughs> like I mean, you know, the first round is always going to be the easiest for the most part. Although, fell in love with you versus indoor living is tough, and autographs and apologies versus makeout kids is tough. But then, like, fell in love with you versus attractive today, <sighs> and then like timelines versus autographs and apologies. Had to be you versus better, better open the door. Feature freaks me out versus modern chemistry. Time turn fragile versus Pulp Fiction. Those are my two favorite songs. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, Pulp Fiction is your second favorite song. I don't know if it's my second favorite song, but it's but it's up there. Like we've talked about songs that I love, um, and like it's up there for for favorites. Well, you like Pulp Fiction? Yeah, I don't know. You were you were that high on it. I think it's I think it's one of the the best songs. Is it one of my favorites? Possibly also. I'm certain to say like it's um, the one that's boosted the most from from doing these breakdowns because of the the lyrical reinterpretation. The lyrical reinterpretation, yeah. I, I it's, a, it's a song that I came in already liking a lot, and then we did the episode, and I was like, oh, I like the song even more now. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it's definitely helped. Um, hold hold me down versus perfect teeth. Point of Extinction versus LG Flaw. Uh, I think I voted like, for Hold Me Down, even though, like, obvious. I don't even though you love Perfect Teeth, right? But it's, it's like, it was a, the whole right side, God. very, very difficult. Like, so fucking hard. 
<laughs> I'm just hoping more people who'd wrote it on this like really I don't know that that might be a little bit presumptive to say you didn't fucking listen to the panic stations or go that much but I mean timelines is I, li- I, mean, I like staying too close but have you lit uh, and son of a gun it, it like it, he really does sing maybe so, the so best of any song. I think son of, a, son of a Gun just had an, an unlucky break of Son of a Gun. If, by the way, if you don't know what you're talking about, uh, there's an Ultimate Motion City soundtrack song bracket that is on Reddit. They're doing voting for it. Uh, Justin also posted about it on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, so if you want to find it, it's on Reddit, on reddit.com slash Motion City soundtrack. Uh, you can see Justin's bracket on his Instagram, his and his wife's bracket, or I think on his Instagram and his Twitter. Um, what was Son of a Gun up against? Last night. Yeah, that, that's that's it, that was a tough it's one. It's plenty hard. Like last night's great like, for sure. Last night is really son of a gun. I really really like son of a gun, but last night is also so good. Like it's that's that's a very like it was the whole right side. Like I said, it was really really. I mean the left side, they're all tough, right? <laughs> um, um, but like the left side, I, I found just so much easier. Like Cambridge, like Cambridge versus feels like rain. Difficult. I went with Cambridge, and then Cambridge versus her words. I like her words more, right? I can feel you versus when you're around. Very tough, but I, I think I like when you're around better. Uh, broken heart versus happy anniversary is a little tough, but I want broken heart. Uh, gravity versus broken heart. I like gravity more. Like it's, I found it a lot easier on the left side than I did on the right side because the right side had some really, really tough matchups. Like my favorite accident versus lose control. All right, lose control is fine, but it's my favorite accident, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> um. Together we'll ring in the New Year's resolution was tough too. That was a tough one. Put the two New Year's songs up against each other. Come on. Uh, all right, that's that's it for this episode of Most City Podcast. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we are at Motion City Pod. If you want to hear a bonus episode where we just go through this whole bracket one by one uh, and we vote for it, just just ourselves. Uh, let let me know on Twitter. Let us know on Twitter at Motion City Pod. Uh, I'm at Kuhan. Jake has finally changed his Twitter account. <laughs> Uh, if you if you are if you go to XBit minus, it'll tell you to go to his new Twitter account, which is at the Boredom Line, uh, which is uh, much easier. <laughs> at the Boredom Line, yes, spelled spelled exactly the way it is. And if you can't spell it, then I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, if you want to uh, find us on Instagram, we never post there, but it is at Instagram.com/slash/MotionCityPod. Uh, you can go to most, uh, I am coming out constant motion city to find all the episodes of the show. Uh, you know, like us on rate and review us on iTunes, five stars only, please, uh, <laughs> uh smash that bell, hit the subscribe button, um, follow the band, uh, the band motion city music. Justin is JCP MCS. That's Justin Courtney Pierre motion city soundtrack. Josh is Joshua Kane. Tony is Tony Thaxton. Claudio is at at claudio rivera um and then uh you can follow jesse and matt but they never tweet so <laughs> josh is probably in. streaming right now on twitch if it's yeah josh is josh is constantly streaming on he twitch is prolific it's great he's good he's fun he'll answer your questions he is yeah he answers most city questions all the not time right now that's actually surprising <laughs> Was he, really he's been day? up he's been up oh wasn't he? he's been up real late lately so he might. Oh no! I, I, sorry, I thought it was earlier today, but I had a I had a different notification. Uh, it was from yesterday, I guess, the DND thing. It might be that he's uh, he's trying to fix being up like until five a.m. Sunday streaming. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um. 
yeah, I think uh, I think that's all of the plugs that we give out. So uh, that's going to do it for this episode of Motion City Podcast. Uh, until next time, we'd better close the door. <laughs> Inside myself for fear I'll sink the ship and drag us both down. <laughs>